You were choking on something pink before? <laughs> <laughs> if anybody would know about it, I mean, come on. This is a safe place. Did they not walk into this room and you were talking about penis? <laughs> hold on, hold on. We're talking about choking on pink stuff. I ain't choked on no fucking penis. Once. Pink stuff kind of rhymes with penis. It does. Yeah. Also, penises are pink. <laughs> White man penises are pink. My penis ain't pink. Prove it. We're living in America. <laughs> you said this was okay. Right. We're living in America. Over 75% of the population. This is America. 75% of the male population has big penis in America. I don't think that's true. I feel like we definitely didn't get that 15 seconds of silence at the start. No, we didn't. That's why I tried to okay. stop talking. That's okay, though. <laughs> we get a 15 seconds of silence now and then go into the intro. Piece of shit. <laughs> Alright, so we start that over now. Yeah. Go whiskeys! Ah, come on, man. Sit still, my boy, for I'm going to tell you a story that may very well save your life. This isn't Joe Rogan's podcast. I'm not going to start talking about DMT. I did DMT the first time last week. <laughs> it was wild. You knew what I was going to talk I about. I knew it. I knew it. I was going to say it, and I was like, no, I'm going to wait till he says it. Hi, I'm Joe. Want to talk about DMT, right? <laughs> this is Joe Rogan. Did you see Khan? Where the space aliens? Did Mother Nature touch a nipple? What's up, freak bitches? What was on the agenda today there, Ryan? Well, I'm going to intro first. Oh, okay, I guess. All right, welcome back for the first time again to a Two Whiskeys podcast. We're joined today by a very good friend of ours. I'm Captain Eric. Yes, he is. <laughs> We're not trapped in the room anymore, which is, it's a start. Got space. Yeah, um, we got so many uh, donations from our Patreon and subs from uh, Twitch. Yeah, we were able to hire a rescue team. To, <laughs> yeah, buy, buy a new house. <laughs> <laughs> House tour on the vlog. <laughs> Look out for that, I guess. Yeah. You got two whiskeys on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is our this is our good friend uh, John Arthur, also known in the SCA as Born. What's that mean? What about his last name? His SCA last name? Yeah. I don't know it. Oh wow, first mate. Wait, wait is it Hurricanes? No. Uh, I bet. <sighs> I should probably just say yes. Uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, Kate. Fool. Cade Fuel. Alright, I remember you um, bringing it up at one point, actually. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's my bad. Anyway, off to a great start. Well, you shouldn't feel too bad. You barely even know how to pronounce it, so. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Scottish Gaelic, what do you want from me? <laughs> a proper pronunciation of your last name, perhaps? <laughs> Fuck you. Is the standard too high? <laughs> Alright, but um, this time we're going to be uh, obviously getting some of Vaughn's experiences within the SCA because he is. To put it in perspective, Vorn is maybe the second most interesting person I have ever met in my life. Thanks. I'm gonna let you hold on to that feather in your cap, not gonna disprove or anything. He's not wearing one right now. Though. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what am I ever living? Google and Spotify don't even know that. <laughs> yeah. They're just listening in. But anyway, um, yeah, you've uh, you've you've been in the military before, you've you used to hop trains, if I recall. You worked for Carnival, right? It was Carnival? Yeah, uh, Carney for like a couple months. That's the majority of his life. <laughs> I did it for years. <laughs> Still in. I was at Carney for a couple months, and when shows come in, come in town, I like will try to get picked up and 
see what's up because they're fun. You do a lot of stuff. It's basically a land pirate. It sounds very adventurous. I mean, I, I went and I partied with some carnies with you at one point. Oh yeah, I forgot I brought you to go do that. We only almost got into a fight like four times. Yeah. Wasn't bad with each other or with the other carnies. The other carnies. Yeah. <laughs> we had each other's back in the situation, but that's a story for another time or never. I'm not sure. <laughs> that was an interesting night. Maybe never. <laughs> All right. Um, how long y'all known each other? Ooh, how, how long have I known you? One. Let's see. Now it's been. Better question is where? Where did I meet you? You. Hmm. Oh, we don't know each other at all. We drink too much. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, Draco. Yeah. You're right. I think I met you. I, I know. I like. I know. I know. I didn't meet you at a, at a pirate party first. I think I may have met you at a con. No, it wasn't at a con. I remember if if anywhere I met you at a uh, at a party. But it wasn't. Oh no! I walked in your fucking house when you were on um DMT. No. <laughs> when you were on, when, I think you were living. Was it wasn't two nights? Monticello, yeah, yeah. Monticello. Okay. The uh, one of the Wendy parties. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I think that's okay. when I think that's when I met you. Yeah, because... I met a lot of new people during that because I was just basically Gatsby. <laughs> like half people there didn't even know it was my party. <laughs> yeah, I just chill, I would literally chill off to the side in a suit at a like middle of nowhere bonfire party when everyone else is just in normal ass clothing. They were all there for the uh, free giveaway of the blacksmith. You enjoying the booze, dear boy. <laughs> the old chap. <laughs> oh, that's here. But yeah, that was going on over four years ago, at least five years ago now. Yeah, uh, I put it at like five to six. Okay, so we're not sure about five or six years. Yeah. How long have you known him, Joe? He's we, known. We knew of each other in high school. Okay. Yeah. We we weren't the best of friends, from what I remember. I, I, I didn't drink nearly as much in high school. Yeah. No, the only the only person who offends me that they don't remember because remember because they were my friend is Jake. <laughs> Jake is actually the person I've known the longest and actually been like friends with. See that lines up. <laughs> me and Jake weren't even friends in high school. We weren't friends until after high school. I, I tried to make friends with everybody. I'm like, I, I, I vaguely remember because you, you look way different. Yeah, I was fucking bald, and I, my head is like yeah. a fucking alien without my dreads. Which, which is saying a lot coming from me because, like, then I had like that fucking the bowl haircut and no beard. Or anything. <laughs> so I, I haven't seen my own chin in over ten years. <laughs> now, to to uh, put into perspective for anybody that might be listening and not viewing, uh, Joey has like. Over over a foot long, maybe close to two foot long hair. Yeah, I just shaved it this morning. Not on his beard, <laughs> but his his beard is massive. He's referred to in the SCA by some as the beard. The beard. <laughs> and Born, who was just described as bald, has massive dreads. Yeah. Luxurious. Yeah, They're and awesome. and a rocking goatee going, which he certainly did not have in high school. <laughs> no, <laughs> it has actually taken me like. Four years, maybe five. Actually, since I've known you, okay. I'm not shaving to get this. Oh shit! Yeah, no, it's fucking terrible. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we actually um, became real friends until I think I, I showed up to a random Dago Gear event, a local Dago Gear event once before I even got into the SCA. Yep. And I was like, I know you. <laughs> and you're like, I know you. All right, <laughs> let's fight. Yeah. And then we started talking. And then, he, like, he invited me to do stuff. 
But I remember, I remember back when I first got in Dagger here, there was immediate drama in the Dagger community among the leaders and who's going to take over and what groups are going to die out. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like, this guy, this guy will be perfect for a group I'm going to create. <laughs> I've known him for two days and there's already group drama. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this would be wonderful. That was death now. Mm-hmm. That was terrible. Oddly enough, the uh, person that took over Death Now is not my pledge in the FCA. <laughs> I don't know how to pick them. <laughs> so, anyway, moving on to the topics we want to talk about. Um, actually, a little bit, like, there's been a little bit of background as far as, like, us knowing you. Like, is there any background, like, you want to give on yourself? And as I said, you might have one of the most interesting life stories. So, <clears throat> can you describe yourself a little bit? Uh, I come from a really eclectic background. Like, I grew up Muslim. And Latino and black. <laughs> so that's weird. Uh, also, my family, specifically my father and my mom, super into like Asian martial arts. So, grown up in a dojo my entire life. And as I grew up, loved to do like martial art tournament, wrestling tournaments, all that good stuff. Uh, adrenaline junkie. I love to go out and just have a good time and find crazy things that other people can't do. <laughs> And I love to socialize. Yeah, of course. Do you have any uh, stories from the SCA? You know, you've been in and out for in, in and out of it for about five or six years now. You've been full on in it for four years. Yeah. So I know firsthand you have several stories <laughs> that I've heard multiple times. I would love to hear all of them again. Obviously, don't do that right now. <laughs> We're on a time budget, but. Is is any come to come to mind? Uh, one of my favorites actually is when you yeah. challenged me. No, he loves stories. Start with him. Is <laughs> the vagabond party? Yes. Yeah, okay. Or you challenged me to get into a party, mm-hmm. and I was like, "All right, no, 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 not the one where I snuck in. The one where oh I- no, yeah, uh, okay, okay. yeah. Go, go on. You you told me to get into a you told me to get in and I was like I ha- I had the tokens I needed to get into yeah. the party because I had the coins. I'd gotten three different ones from throughout the years. Only been to the event once. <laughs> had the coins, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try to sneak into this party because this is the party you're not supposed to be able to sneak into. I had and if I get caught, I have my fallback. I have my tokens. <laughs> So I see the band walking in and I decide to walk straight in with the band. (laughs) And then while I'm waiting in line. (laughs) Yeah, while Cap's waiting in line, I just step out of line, step in with the band and walk straight in. I then come back out and get the other first timers and walk them in with the guys saying that I couldn't see. You said one of them would like this is your handler? Yeah, I said, yeah, I was like, I can't see. I don't have my glasses. This is my handler. And, and I was like, this is her friend. And just boop, right on in. Cap's just like, bored. <laughs> I think it was before that, one of my favorite experiences, because we were going to Penza again. Um, I always had the mindset ever since uh, me and Draco first went to uh, Penza, our first event ever. Uh, the leaders of the camp said, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna take you down to the party area. We're gonna throw you to the wolves." And we left them because they were taking too long to get down there. And we had shit to do. Yeah, we we had shit to do. We had we had we had things to drink. Yeah. And so I'm like, 
Yeet flash forward years later, and Born's my pledge at that point. It's his first uh, Pensig. I don't know if that was your first SEA event. I think you've been to other ones. Had you been to a I, while before that? Or Fool's War even? No, you missed no I think no, that Pensig? was his first event. Wow. Yeah, Pensig was yeah, my... So it was also your first event. So I'm sitting there like, I have these pledges. It's their first event. And it was um, it was Born here, another uh, friend. Uh, and it was her first event, if I remember. Yeah, and yeah. like I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually throw these people to the wolves. <laughs> I, I didn't get to do that. Yeah, you didn't get the, that. Uh, yeah, that people uh, introduce you, to people. and that, that's a lot of time when I, when I, when I peak. You know, when, when when some of the most fun shit happens to me and around me, and I know born <laughs> well enough that he'll probably get some sort of similar experience. Fair so I took him to one of the most well known. Um, Debaucherous parties going on that night. Yeah. It was a naked. Oh yeah. I don't think he was aware. No. I, I just told him, follow me. Yeah, you yeah I didn't know I was gonna have to get naked. Because a female, like they y'all follow me. Yeah, it was Dewana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I have a story about that party too. And, and yeah. And we uh walk up to the gate. I've told Vaughn uh and Vaughn nothing at this yeah. point. Makes so, up. Other than we're going to be... And both of y'all are fully willing to be subjected to pretty much anything Pensy had to be Oh, yeah. Being a virgin, you had very little... <laughs> you, you, you knew very little what Pensy could offer. But I was going to see it all. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I know I know you experienced way more debaucherous shit than I could have possibly ever introduced you to firsthand. And uh, for context for Vorn, since I, I know he probably cares what this kind of thing, he was not a... a Literal version at the time. It was a Pensig version. version. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've used that word speaking about Pensig so often that it's just normal. It doesn't even mean. <laughs> he didn't lose his virginity for like three no, more years. He, he was, <laughs> terrible. Don't out me like And this was two years ago. <laughs> just like a few minutes ago, Cap decided to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Therefore, you like whatever way you need. Friendship. So we um we walk up to this fucking party, and you know they get the door guard like they do at every other party, and like that's so like you you think you're ready for this kind of shit? And both of me, fuck yeah! <laughs> so, like, go in there. <laughs> I'll let you take it away from there because I I didn't get to hear the conversation. Did I tell you it was a naked party? No, I yeah. I you you like no you told me as I walked up because you're like. Hey, you ready to take your clothes off? I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, like what? what? Do I have to strip again in the door or something? And he oh, did. Nay, nay. <laughs> I I walk I walk up just like, hey, let you know this is a naked party. I look back at Cap and I'm like, oh fuck, this motherfucker. I I said I was fucking ready. I'm fucking ready. Bang. I'm gonna just walk in here. Whatever. I don't have a tiny dick. This will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and the person I'm in, so I walk in with Devana. We look around. Everyone's butt-ass fucking naked. And I'm like, oh, this is a real naked party. Like, they don't, there isn't a leaf over your crotch. You don't have, like, a fucking, like, string over your pee hole or over your, like, clit or something. There's no. not even, like, a tree to stand behind. You You're just. No bushes, nothing. There's a fire pit. There, there's actually. a fire pit in the middle. <laughs> naked people sitting on stools at a bar. And then we just naked. And so I'm like, all right, fine. I'm going to get out of my nice, like, pins and gear. I just take off my clothes. And Devana's like, hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> she just strips down. Now, for reference, because this is part of the story, she is a buxom or curvy black woman. Beautiful hair, loves to dress up and stuff. Mm. Dude, 
we're hanging out. We're the like. I don't think we're the only black people there, but we're the only ones standing in the middle just trying to like, talk to people and shit. <laughs> this dude comes up and starts talking to her. And he's like, talk to the both of us because it's polite since we're like standing next to each other. And this guy is a full mass. His dick, as he talks to her, he's staring at her fucking tits, looking up at her face, talking to her. And he's got like a, he's got like a, Jersey accent, but like he's been punched in the mouth like 12 times. Jersey accent, <laughs> so it's terrible. And like it was annoying hearing him talk because he, it, I can't, hear him. like, someone's gotta hit me in the face for me to talk like that. I gotta have brain damage, but he's just sitting there talking to her and he gets a full erection. And he doesn't, he isn't aware of his dick because he's drinking. And it's just pressed up against my leg. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh no. But it's a naked party, and I'm like, I don't know when is etiquette. I don't know the etiquette to be like, yo, nigga, you have an erection. Like, hey, man, can, you, can you get your dick off me or something? <laughs> yeah. And so instead of saying anything, I stepped back. But we are standing by the fire. So I step right back into a metal grate. Uh, and it starts sizzling the back of my leg. But I'd rather let that burn me than step away from, or then step back towards his dick. So I'm just sitting there with the back of my leg. I still have the scar, actually. I, it, like, it's a fucking brown mark on the back of my leg from me just standing there trying to avoid this guy's dick. <laughs> we finally go to the bar, drink, and the guy decides, by the end of it, he decides to follow us home trying to fuck Devon. So I get her to her, like back to like our camp and then I walk him back to his camp because I'm just like I'm a gentleman I mean I I, I touched his dick it was with my thighs so he had something so special <laughs> I, I know I saw the spark in his eyes <laughs> back into you shortly after that yeah uh, he kept following because I, I, I took a lap and then I came back and I want to say I ran into y'all coming out but I was also at Pimsic and therefore drunk so we uh we left the naked party and then he followed us around for a bit and lost then we lost him and then he found us again because that was the night that uh, me and Devon were all night. Mm -hmm. Oh dude, it was he was just looking he was looking for her hair. He was like, ah, there you are. And I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> that was actually a perfect jersey act. <laughs> I can't believe you've been hiding that from us this whole time. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> it was terrible. Well, perfect jersey act if you've been hit in the face with a shovel like three or four times. Yeah, man. So perfect, yeah. For the situation. And by the way, he didn't even have like a flattering dick. <laughs> like, think, like it, I don't think there was a foreskin, so it, it didn't look like it was wearing a costume or a hat. But I, man, speaking from experience, so trust his. Uh, <laughs> I know tits, y'all. <laughs> but I, I was just okay. like, oh, bro. Right, I don't know if you're allowed to get erections at like at naked parties. You've been to the classic. I don't think they before, cut right? it off or anything, man. Huh? You've been to the classic before, right? No. The, the classic swimming hole. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, had you been before that? That, that, we were about three or four days in before I took you to that party. No. And, uh, but, but you've been since then, right? Yeah. And for people that don't know, the classic swimming hall at, uh, at Penzig is just uh, more or less all nude, a uh, little dammed up creek that people swim in. And you don't have to worry about that problem because you're in Pennsylvania and the water's like 40 degrees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty rough in there. Remember all the awkward, weird people? No, no one is a shower there. <laughs> <laughs> Hang gang. <laughs> Hashtag hang gang. Well, that was that was a fun story going into dick descriptions. <laughs> it I mean, it started with dicks. To be fair to say, in that situation, you were uh, you know, stuck by the fire and whatnot. You were between a rock and a hard place. Right? 
Yes. <laughs> I was willing to put that joke in there somewhere, but I didn't want to like. <laughs> I'm real mad about that. <clears throat> nice. <laughs> I try. I told you I'm fucking funny. Wait, anyway. Yeah, so that's um, that's born in a nutshell. No, that's from an SCA stamp. That is a glimpse into the enigma that is born. And that's, that's again, another perspective on uh, the SCA and Penzik. One day, maybe we'll talk about something that's not drinking, partying, debauchery. 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 Can you edit this part? <laughs> debauchery. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll appreciate I'll it. make you look real smart. <laughs> make me look the smartest. I do words well. Again, not a miracle worker, but. <laughs> Alright, so moving on from that, alright, so you get, you got an understanding of who Born is and whatnot and the kind of place he's held within our lives for a few years now. It's a, I believe that brings us into our next segment of Hey, let's let's talk about um what we think is a very fitting whiskey for the times right now. <laughs> Spirits of the Apocalypse, the Walking Dead branded uh Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 47% alcohol per volume. Um, I didn't personally buy this, uh, but it being a special edition, it comes in the 750 milliliter bottle. Yeah. It's probably the only size. I assume I haven't been watching Walking Dead, so I don't know how hype it is right now. I don't know. It's been going on for like 15 years or something. Clint yeah. got beat with a baseball bat. Yeah, I stopped, I stopped watching <laughs> it after Negan. Uh, yeah, I left the picture. He's still in it. Oh, the word zombie yeah. faces now. Yeah, Negan's a good guy or something. Well, it's not breaking the Walking Dead conversation. I don't care about the show that much. Yeah, just get a little bit better picture on it. There's that for people uh, watching on YouTube and yeah, whatnot. So let's read the back of the bottle, shall we? All right, sure. Let's break into that. Uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. An apocalypse has swept the globe, causing the dead to rise and feed on a living. In a matter of months, society has crumbled. There is no government, no grocery stores, no mail delivery, no cable TV. Luckily, there are spirits. Mm. <laughs> Yay. Very on brand. But it does actually give the uh, nutrition value on the back of the bottle, which I don't think I've ever actually yeah, seen. On I, the back of the I've bottle. never seen that on a liquor bottle at all. Don't you want to know your calorie intake? Yeah, no, for uh, 1.5 food ounces, which is an average shot, it's 113 calories. Boy, let me get some of that. I'm going to get yeah. No carbs, though, so if you're on keto. It is keto friendly for Ayo. looking at this special is it most edition. Yeah, but not most rum. most unflavored. Not rum. No, normal rum is spiced rum and anything like that or not because the flavor uh, obviously. Yeah, sure. You're not gonna like this. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I won't. Chat last, please. Let's pour them up a little bit. You're breaking into this one early this time. I like it. Oh, I love the sound. It, uh, you want to go ahead and drink that there, so... It, it glugs like a whiskey when you pour it out of the bottle. I'd say that. I love that sound. <laughs> it doesn't smell as strong as the Blade and Bow, but it definitely still has that wood Ooh. smell. This, I believe, was about $40 for this bottle. What are your first impressions? So, I mean, you, you had to chase it, so... Well, that's reflex at this point. Uh, We're spoiled, but yeah. I, I mean... It, it doesn't hit super hard. It's not as smooth as I wish it was. It definitely um, stings the sides and back of your tongue a little bit. Burns going down. You know, that's maybe one of the good selling points of whiskey, in my opinion. Yeah, at this point, having just drank a little bit, I... couple shots of that, I'll run into gunfire. Or gunfire, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You run straight into the zombie horde. Drinking something like this now, at this point, I, I wish I had a little bit more experience. Mm-hmm. 
and um, liquor connoisseurship. Well, we'll maybe we'll build that as we go. I mean, at the end of the day, for me personally, I've had a lot of different kinds of whiskeys from all different you know types. This doesn't. Stand it doesn't, out. Yeah, it doesn't stand out. It doesn't strike me as anything better than fucking like Jack Daniels. Yeah. I mean, I, I beg to differ on that one. Just uh, maybe, maybe you have a, a better palate than I do. More sophisticated palate. Well, like just going, just going off of the aesthetic. Like they have it. Like looks like an like the old style bottle along with the old style script. It hit. It drinks like it drinks like a cowboy whiskey, where it just burns all the way around, and you just kind of feel it after. It, you it, exhale, it. and you're like, oh. Does Jack Daniels and Jim Beam not do that for you? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> That's surprising, actually. Like I mean, Jack does that for me. Jim doesn't do that. For me. Yeah, Jim doesn't do that. Like sometimes, like I prefer gentleman Jack. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, that shit's great. Yeah, but it like. But when but, someone, oh, no, but what I'm saying is like the the Jack Jack Daniels doesn't when like when I drink Jack Daniels, it doesn't hit me like like when I say a cowboy whiskey, yeah, which is like it's just kind of hard, and you're like, oh. You can buy a handle of one of those like well-known brands for what 20 bucks well i'm just talking about its aesthetic it, i feel like the drink fits the aesthetic that it is trying to go for strong is, and gruff it, and apocalyptic yeah like it's watered down it doesn't I mean i need another shot i mean it did not taste watered down to me but not me either <laughs> maybe i'm just crazy no, Jake, you just have a poor opinion of whiskey. No, I mean, uh, maybe it's power of suggestion now that Jake said that. When yeah, rolling, when I stuck, I stuck my, the tip of my tongue and rolled around, I, I see. Yeah, when I'm rolling it around, it doesn't burn the same as any cheap whiskey does. When I swallow it, I get the same fucking feel. Yeah, that happens with most whiskey. I don't, I don't get an aftertaste. It's any sweeter or better than I get with any cheap whiskey. Like, would you say that's worth the price? $35, $40? I'm an aesthetics man, so yeah. Um, you like the bottle? I like. Well, I like the bottle. It's, I like, it's interesting. I like the fact that it's trying to tell like a little mini, like a mini story, and also the fact that I feel that the whiskey itself fits what they're trying to convey. Yeah, it, That's it, just it, it tells a story. Yeah, and like I, I'm a sucker for shit like they're that. definitely on brand. Do you think they have the right to fucking charge that much? I mean, for honestly, like I mean, I it's a collector. I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I can see yeah. that from a collector's point. If you're a massive Walking Dead fan, I'm not even a Walking huge. Dead fan. I just like the aesthetic. It's also like that's also like, a talking that's point. Collectible. That's a talking point if you take it somewhere. To be honest, like if you bring it to a party or something like that, it's like oh, I've never seen that before. Yeah, yeah, I can get the. I'm just not a huge fan of the show anymore. I like. I like the show back in the day. Tasted better four years ago. <laughs> yeah, I, if Walking Dead was big, that probably would be awesome. You're talking some big shit about this um, whiskey there, Vaughn. You haven't even taken your second shot. Yet. <laughs> I literally said it was a hard whiskey. I don't like hard whiskey. Like, Let's talk more down. Hey, you have to run into a hell gunfire later. You need to get started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, now that we're on that subject of uh, the apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> because that's that's a fun subject that everyone loves talking about. Of course. Who doesn't love an apocalypse? Born, don't you want the apocalypse to happen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> In no uncertain terms, yes. Very much yes. You expand upon that. You want to be topped off on the whiskey or Yes. You should be going into this kind of conversation. <laughs> like you're you're an advocate for the end of the world, essentially, right? Kinda, yeah. <laughs> Just because you know, if uh, no one, if we're not going to follow the rules of societal constraints, drop societal constraints, because apocalypse, man. Like, who doesn't want to run around Mad Max style? Let it be in bondage gear or fucking leather jackets. It looks dope. Same thing to some people. Whatever, man. 
happy fucking hell. Like it's, it's right, um, I it's agree cool. with everything he said. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he, I mean, you may not be able to tell just from Vorn's persona in general, but he's a massive fan of like the Fallout series. Love it. That's the future you would love. You, yes. You look forward to that. Giant roaches, mutant people, and being able to shoot your neighbor is okay. <laughs> you don't even have to kill him. Just be a 22 on the foot. <laughs> they were talking shit. You, you need to have some very specific ideology. <laughs> uh, this has nothing to do with fucking Fallout. He's just done this before. <laughs> I'm going to start writing this down. You ever said he was in the military? Yeah. <laughs> That's how that kind of comes from. Hunter S. Thompson shooting at his neighbor. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Branch off that subject a little bit. Anyway, advocate of chaos here, wants to see the end of the world. So obviously we want to get his viewpoints and opinions on the current standings of the world. Boy. <laughs> oh, you got something to say about that? <laughs> I'm a little upset because the way things are looking, we were going to have like a mech apocalypse, like China and Japan was going to have a fucking big revolution once they made us so far in debt. We couldn't do anything, so they would just be able to mine us for metals and make fucking Gundams. Oh, that was the fucking long con. Yeah, but we ain't, we're not even, like, with the virus going on, we're not even getting fucking Gundams, man. Elon Musk may die at any minute. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> he may take off to Mars at any minute. Oh, just leave bro, us. what is the name of this kid, by the way? Can anybody point. pronounce it? Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we wouldn't talk about that. We actually researched this earlier. Yes, we did research for once. <laughs> How to pronounce Elon Musk's new child's name. What is it? I, I don't know it at all. And I just know it's hard to pronounce, so I want I would like to know what the name is. Okay. XF A twelve. No. Right. What? The F twenty two Raptor. Huh? No. <laughs> fucking what? Okay. The actual way to pronounce it, you you want me to pronounce it? Do you remember? God damn. What is it? It is X Ash. Ash. Oh, yeah, that's how you pronounce the little um the Aether symbol, the AE combination is Ash. And then we'll A12. A12 at the end of it. That's the child's fucking I, name. I said X. <laughs> Is he, did he create this thing? Like, through... Have you seen his wife? No. She looks like she was ripped directly out of the TV from a Tim Burton movie. So, yeah. did... Uh, here's the... Did, did he, pick up, uh, pull up a picture of, um... Grimes. Grimes, Grimes. is her name, by the way. Alright, here's a... Did he gene edit his child... Is this man making the Emperor of Mankind? Well, no, in the, child's, in the child's defense, Grimes wanted to name, I think it's a daughter, wanted to name her... No, I think it's a son. son uh, wanted to name the baby just um, the X and then the symbol for Ash. Yeah, so right, X wanted Ash. To name it X Ash, which is a pretty cool name. I, yeah. I, I, I like it. Elon is added the A-12... Because that was like the, the prototype of his favorite airplane or some shit. Or so like, why the fuck is your kid's name a ch- call number? Like, <laughs> nigga, I have a whole, I have as many letters in my name as the alphabet, but I don't have call yeah, numbers in my name. I'm going to name my first kid Echo 6. <laughs> Fucking actual. <laughs> Elon, so am, I, am I looking at the spelling for the child's name? No. no. I want to see his wife. Picture of Elon Musk's wife, Grimes. Grimes. Like, girlfriend. I, don't know. So I, I need to know. If, I think I need to know. The real name is Claire Elise Bouzier. We want to see a picture of her for born. He has to be creating either the Adeptus Mechanicus, the Mars, or the Emperor of Mankind. No, he honestly just named his child after like one of his passwords. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked. And nobody will be able to get your social security number. <laughs> 
If my phone loads, I'll show you guys. All right, well, fucking need it. Let's, better information guy. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I, I appreciate that you've been here for one session. You can already recognize that about Jake. Thanks, guys. Hey, I want to go back to wishing Jake was here. <laughs> actually, no, I love you, Jake. <laughs> actually, on that note, while we're waiting on him to pull it up, I, I did notice something. Uh, okay, well, I guess we'll get to that later. There you go. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Thanks, Jake. Rob for nothing. Here for you, buddy. Okay, I have seen her. Well, yeah. In a temperate movie, yes. <laughs> she looks kind of like a Bratz doll, but has a nose. What the? <laughs> I can't Do tell if Bratz dolls not have noses? Why yeah, no, look up Bratz. so much about Bratz dolls? No, look up Bratz. Because I'm a 90s kid. It's because all, literally, it was all over TV when I was a child. Look it up. Brats don't have noses. You know, like, they I was just have like a little bump. A child at the same time you were a child. No, you weren't. Nigga, you're older than me. Joey, also, when you were. Three years older than you. Yeah. No, you're not. You're four years older. You're 27? 26. I turned 27 this year. Ooh, Joey turned old. I told you. You're turning 27 in a month. Yeah. I'm three years older than you. Four. Fuck you. Right now. Are you on th- you're three and some change. You're not three and two months older than me. All right, some yeah, change. Are you older? Yeah. yeah, see? Yeah. Can't tip Callan. You're not three years. I was a child at the same time you were a child. <laughs> Do you not remember the Bratz and fucking Betty Spaghetti commercials? I remember it. I didn't watch it. I feel like you made up that second one. <laughs> no, no, Betty Spaghetti. It was, um... Yeah, no. It was a flexible... Uh, you guys have a pig, too? That's recent, no. Watch. <laughs> no, no, you're so young, I don't fucking know. Oh, Apparently he's an old goddamn man. You are an old goddamn man. Look at your beard. Yeah, give me some more whiskey. That's right. That old man. Yeah, I'll okay. I'll that. Why not? Because I'm still not as old as Joey is. So I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, give it, what? Less than 24 days. <laughs> Oof. Mm. Now everyone knows your birthday. If it can math. And I was right. <laughs> if I can bet, that's a lot of fucking variables. And if they know when this was recorded. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to say we put a timestamp. I don't even know the date. I think it's the 6th. So no, it's the 8th. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Thanks, Morn. Now i got to edit that out. So, oh. <laughs> so it was the 8th? Or is it the 9th? Is it? I don't know. Is it past midnight? Who knows? Yeah. Time's not uh, real. It, it might be by now. because We're like three hours late. Archipelago. What? Archipelago? Cluster of islands? <laughs> Is there a gas leak in there? Uh, man, I don't know nothing about geometry. Anybody else smell toast? <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> you want coronavirus to kill everyone. Oh, whoa, whoa. Is that what you said? No. Just some massive accusations right off the bat. No. I, I would much rather, like, fucking Kim Jong un's hot sister do something fucked up in the world. She's not hot. If you cute, she's cute. hot, you saw photograph picture, uh, fucking Wait. Photoshop pictures of her. <laughs> oh, all right, hold up, pull up sisters, or pull up pictures of King Jong-un's sister. I'm fairly certain she doesn't actually have eyes. No, they're buttons yeah. that have been sewed on. Oh my god. She literally looks like a fucking, uh, like Korean pop star. No. You saw, uh, you saw you a saw Photoshop picture. Oh, or you saw, dead on. Or you saw old pictures of her. I don't know, how old was she now? How old is she in the fucking Oh, okay. Thanks. Oh. No, that's not a picture of her. That's Photoshop. No, that one's not Photoshopped. hundred percent. She, she looks gone as fuck in this. The ones I've seen, she looks better than that. The ones you've seen were Photoshopped. No. 
That's all the side by side. Hey, we're gonna go into some dead air. There we go. That's all your profile. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's like, I mean, that's also like, she looks scary in that one. But that. Yeah, that's her default. <laughs> her fucking forehead is the size of your ego. <laughs> my forehead is the size of my ego, okay? Yeah. You're five. At least you're fucking covering up with some fucking hair and shit. She's trying to present it. Hey, in Asian culture. I was about to say, she's Asian. Yeah, larger foreheads are, you know, like, actually... Look, I'm not saying she's fully on the track. Let me backpedal. Apparently, y'all are full on into uh, fucking, you know, defense of this fucking dictator. Yeah, literally, power makes you hotter. (laughs) What do you not understand? No, there's that wrong. For for one, it is a fact. A lot of Photoshop pictures of her have been going around to make her look a lot more attractive so people can make anime pictures and shit about her. Because people just love sexualizing, you know, dictators. dictators. Everything. I mean, ooh, ooh, Mussolini. They're just female. (laughs) Females in power. Okay. Typically, it's not. Yeah, females in power that ain't making them attractive. No. Not to get into politics too much, but anyway, fuck this dictator. (laughs) But anyway, she's not conventionally attractive or unattractive. Depends on your convention. (laughs) Definitely not the Geneva Conventions, because it's Korea. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, boy, thank you. I couldn't help it, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, anyway, all right. Well, we, we we discussed all that last week, so let's let's break away from that. Also, could I get another shot? Yeah, I don't want another one on that one. Okay, I'll pour one out of five. <laughs> but break away from that again because we talked. I can't see. Fuck you. I'm gonna get you a fucking body pillow over. Oh, bet it'll go right next to my Hisoka body. You'll fucking sew a flashlight right into that thing. You won't hesitate. <laughs> Hesitation. I don't know the meaning of the word. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that awkward sound happened. All right, so um, one of the things we we definitely wanted to discuss um, this this whole Karen thing that's oh, going on right now. Yes, have you heard about that? Yeah, I, I assume you've heard about that. You know, as they are the K word. Yeah, the K word as they're calling it. Like they're relating Karen on the same level as the N word right now. Say it, <laughs> nigger. <laughs> Watch with that hard R. Nigga, sorry. <laughs> hey, he's, he's black. Isn't he allowed to do that? that no one should be allowed to do it. It's just whether you're okay with getting it. Isn't, isn't, like isn't he not disallowed from saying it? Well, that's actually why I wanted to bring him in on this whole um, this whole subject, honestly. Because as the only person here without like forced privilege, I want to hear your take on it. <laughs> the K word, like that, is so funny. Karen is literally what. People started saying to not be like, you stupid fucking bitch. Or listen, haircut. They're like, okay, Karen. <laughs> like, how do you get mad about, like, the it's third or... It's like the fifth thing somebody thought to say when you said some real Karen-ass shit. <laughs> like, when you say something that is straight up, like, privilege, they're like, ah, Karen. Stop. <laughs> and the, the, this isn't the first time this has happened. Yeah. Well, I don't have examples, but I know there's a quote that's years old before this Karen bullshit came out. They like if you're trying to claim a specific word is as bad as the N word, yeah, while saying that word, but not saying, entire, but, yeah, then it's not as bad. 
The K word's as bad as the N word. I mean, I was going to say Karen. I'm going to keep saying Karen. Maybe I'm allowed to because of my white privilege. <laughs> Everybody's allowed to say Karen. You're just allowed. And honestly, if you want to drop the hard R, you can. All right. Just know. Cotton. My head. Would you? Do you feel for babies named Karen three months ago? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. That's a rough name. Also, who's naming their child Karen? Like, are you naming like a 60 year old woman? Honestly, yeah. 30 with the fucking side hair. There's a specific amount of names like like Karen and like Susan and Margaret. You know, just, just names out there that these. Like they, they they evolve like Pokemon. <laughs> you know? You, you, get, you get 45 years old. And like menopause stops or some shit, and it starts. You just have this name. <laughs> you 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 hit is your name now. You hit the stage where yeah. you fit your name. You're like, man, yeah. you're not a Karen. Hits thirty five. God damn, you're a Karen. So the hair immediately just grafts into the right yeah. shape and everything. And your name changes from Emily to Karen. Yeah. And you want to speak to the manager <laughs> at all costs. <laughs> yeah, I, um, at all costs. <laughs> all costs. But not yours. Yeah, not your cost. You're getting a refund. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, yeah. it, it, it's very similar to that thing that was going on uh, not too long ago with the the, the boomer trend that was going on. Like, <laughs> okay, boomer. Yeah. The B word, you mean? The, oh, oh. Yeah, sorry. I used the hard R. My bad. I did love how it shifted that boomer's not a generation anymore. It's a mindset. Yeah, exactly. It's a personality. You can be a yeah. Anyone can be a boomer now. Yeah. The best thing about that was. Watching all the people who didn't realize that they like fit into like the uh, the uh, age dem- like demographic. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm a millennial. They're like, oh, holy shit! I'm a oh, and like Facebook has changed and like social media has changed simply because before this it was a whole lot of oh, fuck this people from this year, and then you find out what the fucking phrase is to group in like five to six, eight, ten years worth of people, and you're like, fuck these group of people. And then you find out there's like, oh, shit. I'm in that group of people. Well, let me not talk any more shit. Let me just be more, like, particular about who I'm talking shit about now, because it seems like I've been talking shit about myself and I look real dumb like. (laughs) Do you you think eventually millennials are going to get looked at by uh, Gen Z in the same way we see boomers and some Gen X? Oh boy! I, no, here's the thing. no. Do you think our generation is going to shit on the next few generations in the same way that the greatest generation and baby boomers do? Well, here's us. I yes. mean, I feel like we're tentatively starting to get that way with some of the younger generations. It's like Fortnite. Pretty. Different. It's already started with music. Oh god, yeah, it has so, the, pretty heavily with music. That's that's a constant thing. That's that's been a thing for like thing. Yeah, that's not just the the whole like boomer dynamic. That's literally just a generation. Well, but if you look at it from an objective standpoint, like. At, at current time, if you look at the current musicians, a lot of them are doing some really innovative, neat stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. the biggest demographic is the music you can just vibe to. You yeah. say nonsense, hit some good beats, it'll make sure whatever the nonsense you're saying fits a flow, it vibes. Yeah, exactly. I Saw My Lean is one of my favorite fucking songs ever created. But if you look at everywhere else, like, even if you were saying nonsense, it wasn't, like, literal nonsense. You were just talking about some... Either fucked up shit or some druggy bullshit or just something ridiculous, but you weren't just spouting nonsense like hoofla. You just blah words, 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 and it sounds nice. Yeah, only one person can do that, and that's Bo Burnham. <laughs> <laughs> only through repeating. But what I'm interested in is to see like 
UFC, like you see how certain generations have like been super, super progressive mm-hmm. and then we regress and then progress. It would be interesting to see if Gen Z or the people after Gen Z regress <laughs> or progress. I don't know. And you and it would depend on like how we would interact mm-hmm. because currently we're moderately progressive and then Gen Z is progressive. And it's, it's so weird because you're right. Like I, I was raised by a boomer. I'm a millennial. Every single boomer that I know that has kids, they're they're raising like Gen Z people, and they're raising them. Uh, from what I hear, they're raising. What's them the boomer age? Like, um, it's, it's it's between like it ends at sixty four. Yeah, it's like forty five to sixty four. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and then my pops, both my pops and my mom. Something yeah. is because my dad is a boomer, and my mom is whatever the generation after that is. If it was called the greatest generation, the greatest generation, yeah. So my mom's the greatest generation, and my dad's a boomer. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. What's greatest generation age? And they're only one year apart. Oh. Interesting. Well, there's people who lived in the 70s, essentially, they're right? probably grew up in the 70s. During, like, the I biggest, like, peaceful age we ever had. Both From their attitudes. Did your grandparents? No, no. My, oh, I didn't see my parents. No, they're boomers. Yeah. My, my dad is... My dad falls in boomer, and my mom falls in the greatest generation. She's boomer. Again. When it's within a year, it depends on literally how the social dynamic changed because it's categorized by when there was a big social shift. Yeah, and That's, baby boomers came from all the soldiers returning from uh, World War II. Yeah, but well, it depends. Like it depends on what was happening in her, in her or his year. Yeah. What matches them up? Like the the age groups is a kind of like a net. But it, it matters on the social developments during that year, which really, really categorizes them. What I, what I base it on is, you know, you're completely right in all you're saying, but as far as they go, I put them in the, are they the greatest generation just because of their attitudes and the way they're... Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Like, they have, there's like a shift. There's a noticeable shift because of what they experience. Yeah. That's, that's what the difference is, really. Like if she if she was raised by people who absolutely were down with the greatest generation beliefs, like the stuff that was going on then, as she was raised, that is her belief system, which is why she falls into it. On top of being within that year, yeah, gigs. It's it's all it's just as heavily a mindset. It's more a mindset. Yeah, than it is especially now. Yeah, oh, so yeah, much. But yeah, specifically because um, like I know a lot of people I, we're I growing the, up with. I think the dynamics are going to be a lot different, actually, for the next several generations. Because the, the baby boomers are massive. There's a shitload of them. Yeah. That's like, so why they recalled that. It was the baby boomers. <laughs> yeah. From all the soldiers and stuff returning from uh, the war. Free love! Yeah. And a lot of, yeah, a lot of that kind of shit going on. I, I think it was it was like Jimi Hendrix and Santana losing their shit on guitars. Uh, I mean that that that's when baby boomers were like, teenagers and stuff growing up. Yeah, and they they split heavily. But that, that's, that's, also, that's a big problem we have in they, politics. Not to get too heavy into it, they got either really bad or really good. Well, no, because that that that's when the uh, free love, one love. Uh, peace, make war, not peace, or make, make peace, not war, or yeah. whatever. Make war, not peace. Let this world end. Apocalypse, hey, Punisher. <laughs> Hell yeah, sickness, pop them. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, a lot, a lot of the boomers grew up. I, I would say maybe a quarter of them grew up with the free love, one love, mm-hmm. make peace, not war mindset with Hendrix and the Stones and all that kind of shit. 
And the others, fuck those they, hippies. Yeah, it was fuck them hippies. And they, they were being raised by people that lived through the Great Depression, that fought for their country, mm-hmm. that killed the shit out of Nazis. And Japs. Yeah, with, like, I think a lot of them gone through prohibition, just all kinds of fuck, like, real shit. Like, Economic they're, class. They're just building this country that we're living in now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the baby boomers took that real, like, uh, conservative standpoint that I can get behind. I'm not conservative right now, but I can get behind their the mentality at that point. From, time. Yeah, ninety years ago, eighty years ago. Yeah, it, it was, I get behind. It, it was not the same. <laughs> that, that level of nationalism is different from like nationalism is almost a bad word nowadays. Mm-hmm. That back then was just a level of nationalism. It meant something that any American could probably support. Well, yeah. when we were growing up, like literally, Grand, when there was we a lot were of growing sense. up. Nationalism was absolutely okay. Yeah, it was, there was no problem. With it. I'm not. I'm not saying there wasn't a bunch of horrible shit going on then because there was yeah. still segregation. You know, the fucking KKK was in full swing at the height of their power and shit. Like this isn't that. Right now. I mean, they're not even back to that because <laughs> the baby boomers that actually took that they conservative standpoint people and feel that way. Yeah, the baby boomers that took that conservative standpoint up the ante on it and went into politics and got in positions of power because all the hippies from the baby boomers. Uh, Generation, they didn't do anything. Ultimately, uh, they didn't do anything that would affect the next generation. No, not the, you can't say they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything that would affect the world they lived in on a sociological, like political standpoint. They did, like they, 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 did, they, uh, they literally affected. They a, did women's suffrage. They did civil rights and stuff. Then you also have they did some heavy shit. You okay. have they did, everything else, but, but they did, none of them got into politics. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They did not affect our politics. They did a lot of stuff while they were young, but once they got older, they stopped. No, there were there are people. They did not get into politics. It isn't about when they stopped. It's about what they did. They had a impact on our world. But in the U.S., politics dictate a lot of things. And politi- and the fact that baby boomers who were like super about what he's talking about, the conservativeness and like whatever way they decided to think, those are the people who went to politics and they were not countered by other people because they... At that point in time, it was anti-government. You didn't want you didn't want to get into politics. You didn't think that you could change anything because they're just sending soldiers over. So all you want to do is resist that. And then you have the other people who were like, "This is what should be done, and we're gonna con- we're gonna put we're going to uh, perpetuate that." When well, also to that end in the '60s and stuff, uh, you know, the Million Man March and uh, women's suffrage and all those uh, protests and some some riots. That wasn't even, but that wasn't even political. That was social. Those were social changes that shifted into politics. Those are one and the same nowadays. Yeah, but it's different when you look at the politicians, though. The politicians were like, we don't have hippies that became politicians pushing that idea. Yeah, but but back then, the the politicians we had back then were more or less bipartisan. You know, fucking uh, Nixon, he got impeached by the Republican Party. I'm not a crook. Yeah. Wait, didn't he bow out before that happened? He still got impeached, though. Yeah, like, uh, Clinton still got impeached. Yeah, he, he, he was, oh, Nixon resigned before he could, uh, yeah, before officially. Okay. But that was the, that was the GOP that impeached him. Okay. And, and I guarantee, because, you know, back then it wasn't about a person, it wasn't about, you know, uh, a specific thing. People were behind, people were behind the party. Mm-hmm. People were behind ideas. Now, now people are behind 
Maybe you're, you're, you're either behind uh, fucking Biden or you're behind Trump or you're behind Bernie or you're, you're blue no matter who. It doesn't matter. You don't give a shit about the other side. You're not looking at the facts. You just... You, you, you know what you know and know you're a Democrat, you hate Republicans. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's where we're at nowadays. You're a Republican, then you hate Democrats and they're all fucking pussy snowflakes. And if you're somewhere in between, you hate everybody. And you're an anarchist and you just want the apocalypse to start. Anarchy. Anarchy. <laughs> Anarchy. But yeah, back in the day, in the 60s, during the suffrage and the Million Man March and all the civil rights and shit, those protests and those riots, that made a difference. Mm-hmm. So the politicians were... They, they, they were more or less bipartisan. They cared about what the people think because they didn't have big business keeping them in their fucking seat. It was, it was the people at the time keeping them in their seats. So they, they see a massive show of fucking power. They see a massive show of force. They see fucking riots in their streets because they're fucking, what's the word for it? They're, uh, that are the people that fucking put them in the office are fucking mad. Oh yeah, the, uh, supporters. Yeah, there's a word for it. I fucking can't remember it for the life of me. I, I feel like that's a pretty good segue, actually, into something else I wanted to talk about. And that's the um, the current people that are protesting the uh, the shutdowns and whatnot and the isolation. <laughs> um, and it, it is honestly a kind of a fucked up dynamic to look at because you have legitimately just dozens of people, hundreds of people out with like just weaponry on like the state house steps or just in public spaces, just protesting being shut down. And it's not even mostly like them advocating themselves to go back to work. They want other places of opinions to open up for themselves. They want people to go out during a time of like an actual pandemic. Like what's going on is it hasn't happened for a hot minute. It didn't happen near my dad's time. And he's in his 60s, mid 60s, late 60s. Black Panther. Like, all kinds of shit. I don't think it was a pandemic. No, no, but I'm talking about a pandemic. Oh, no, I thought you yeah. were talking about people standing on the fucking. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. That motherfucker was like, stop calling me a nigger. No, and I guess nowadays, just imagine a group of black people trying to do that. Oh, no. The Black Panthers, they stood on fucking, you know, like state house steps and shit. Fully fucking armed with like fully automatic rifles and shit. Mm-hmm. Majority of Black Panthers are fucking like either ex-military or just completely anarchy, you know. And about the uh, the I, black I, movement, I, the fucking Afrocom. Yeah, and I can't say you know it didn't. You know the, the pictures that I saw of that and you know the reporting that I've seen on that didn't eventually devolve into some sort of riot or you know fucking you know KKK protests or. Mm-hmm. fighting like that. I don't know, but I, I've i seen pictures, I've seen videos of Black Panthers standing on Statehouse grounds, fully fucking armed, and I didn't see any pictures of them completely gunned down and massacred yeah. afterwards. So, And it's it's really weird. Like, but that could I, not happen. Yeah, that, yeah would, no, that, would, that would not go... It away. would immediately be a massive show of force by our militarized police. Yeah. Like, right now, you mm-hmm. see a shitload of fat white dudes out there with their semi-automatic fucking assault rifles. It's great. And there's like three cops. Yeah. Just basically there to observe and report for the most part. They're not doing anything to shut it down. Yeah. The the biggest thing is that the the racial tensions at that point in time, the political atmosphere was trying to 
like quell that right now. They don't give a shit. Like, poly- are the political atmosphere actually benefits off of? Yeah, they they want it to. Yeah. So and I mean, uh, police kind of follow politics, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to make a bunch of crazy claims, but yeah. why don't I mean, they, 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 they do? Because I guarantee, like you got you got all of these fucking white uh, people standing up there with a shitload of guns and stuff. And cops sit there, and they do they do more or less nothing. They, like from what I've seen, they don't even make like a, a line. Yeah, you know they they, they at least they just stay they're control. trying to establish control. They, they, yeah, but if a bunch of fucking you know people of uh, any sort of ethnicity attempted to do that, uh, police would show up. I mean, they would well, most police would train how to escalate. Yeah, situations. They know they they're yeah. they they've been officially they've been trying to de-escalate situations. That's what they're supposed to do. But they know how to escalate situations, and they do. There's hundreds upon hundreds of videos of police escalating uh, traffic stops, just stop uh, Terry frisks, stop and search frisks, and they escalate. They're trained to de-escalate. Mm-hmm. But look at every situation where someone, some uh, people of color, have gathered and. How many times have you ever heard about police showing up and just escalating the situation until less than lethal or sometimes even lethal force is required? And I air quoted there for a second. <clears throat> I look, look at all the, the Native Americans that are trying to defend their land from a pipeline oh, that man. busted, I should say, yeah, after it was exactly like pipeline was predicted through their land. They got tear gas. They got the shit beat out of them. They were I have jailed. I have, they were friends. charged. I have friends who literally, they, they were there. For the whole fucking thing, try and literally because they they have they it was a bunch of uh, white guys. They were like, "Yo, time to use privilege to save these people." Because they they just yeah. literally they stayed out there for fucking months. You know what's even more fucked up? I don't I don't want to talk like about trying it. to bail people out of jail. I don't, I don't want to give any sort of credence to these assholes out there with fucking assault rifles and, a, and just AR platform rifles on state grounds disobeying CDC and who uh, guidelines and disobeying actual peer-reviewed science. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to give any sort of credence to them, but I am not willing to say at this point in time that there is no group of people that would be interested or are interested in establishing a version of what people would know as a new world order. And this would be the perfect situation to do that. Using this as an excuse to establish some to, to other that kind of end, control. To that end, at this point in time, I would be more concerned if no one was protesting anything. Oh, yeah. True. Uh, by far. I The way I see it is I, I'm glad that there is some kind of movement within society because this is the kind of thing that, of course, normal people... Because not in a society, not everybody's going to be logical. Not everybody's going to be thinking about the right things. Because that is, like, until we come to a completely unified society, that is a hallmark of showing that everything is going normal. Yeah. You know something is out of sort when the bees aren't doing what bees be things at this mm-hmm. point in time. But the fact that it, it is founded off of the idea that other people go out to do their things and you go out and do your things in a time that could be absolutely detrimental to others. Like, I've lost three family members during this whole thing. Sucks. Absolutely terrible. But the people who are like, oh, well, people are going to die. 
no matter what, it's going to be this year or next year from the coronavirus, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, yo, you understand how that you're like, I would have loved to been able to get like an extra like day, two days, three days with the people I have lost from this saying that, oh, we'll get it out of the way now. Like that is actually kind of psychotic. You're like time matters. People, the time that people have matters and to be just like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to like, I'm just going to come out there and be a complete and total transmission vector. Cause even if you are asymptomatic or something's not going on with you, you can pass it. And you are a, you are a sect. Like even if you don't catch it, but you're around somebody who had it and it's on your fucking hands or something, you may, your immune system may be like, nah, but you just pass that shit on. Like it's just not right there. Yeah. If anybody's listening to this at all, like right now or in the future, Whenever the fuck, if you don't agree with the CDC and the the H O H W H O the new guidelines and what you should and should not do right now, and if you don't agree with peer reviewed science and scientists and what they're saying, what they're recommending, you can fucking leave right now. <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's a entirely. That's a strong point to stand on. Yeah. I don't, I don't give a shit about. Like, I don't want to discuss politics and stuff. I, I, I will, but yeah, building this channel, what we're trying to do right now, I'd like to steer away from politics, at least the very as, controversial as, as stuff, best we can. But there's some stances that we'll. we'll yeah, talk at this point in time, this is the world. So you know, yeah. gotta talk about what's going this on. This is the world. <laughs> we live in a society. <laughs> yeah, but to that end, I, I agree with you completely on all that. Fucking, I'm, I'm, I, I can't say I'm not a bit worried because if I was a cabal member, right? Mm. There, if there's a dozen of us, you were, yeah. It, what? It, what do you know? <laughs> no. Who have you been talking to? Yeah, if, if I was in the interest, if, if I was, if I owned one of the six companies that own everything in the entire fucking world, and if I was interested in taking over and ruling the world from an oligarchy standpoint, this would be the perfect moment to make a move. Oh, yeah. To, to, to enact martial law step by step. Everything's Because wonderful. right now, you can't step out of line and say a single thing that, that's somewhat controversial without 99% of people jumping on you and saying, fuck you, you're wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the dynamic of this. And you know, read 1984, read Fahrenheit 451. That is exactly what the fuck you, government would You call it, you call it social, like, ch- uh, the large, yeah, the show. government doesn't have to shut you down if you talk up. Every, every one of your peers will live in a system. The people snitching about people leaving yeah. their homes. Mm-hmm. Like, not, so, like, it, we live, we live in a time where it's like, oh, you absolutely be intelligent, careful, but, I mean, once you fit certain criteria, you fit certain criteria, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. It just matters whether you can take off enough bad marks on the fucking list or not. <laughs> this is okay, but not if you do this, this, and this, and this. I think I said earlier, I'm on the verge, if not like an anarchist. I don't believe any government fucking truly works. At least not long term. Fucking. No, I mean, you can say the same, just honestly, just humanity in general. Mike makes right. <laughs> Always. Violence is the pay or violence is the tool which everything is paid with. No matter what, violence is what guarantees you get what you want. I had a point, but I forget what it was. Mm. Take a shot. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you might have to after that. <laughs>
<laughs> well, like to to go on like one of the extremes, like based on this, like recently, um, I'd actually seen a news article that it is in relation to these like protests, air quotes, that are going on, and I think it was like a dollar store of some kind. Someone was asked to put on a mask while in there. Oh my and god! They shot the employee. No, it it was worse than that. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, educate me. Some. They. Oh my god! There was no. It was a fucking security guard that was not letting people into the yes, building no, without, I saw that. without okay, okay. putting I on masks. And the it was I don't know the gender of the person. It was a person who, when they were told to put on a mask, they. I guess they got to a spat or something with the security guard, and may have just been spurred them moment, but they went home, told their father, premeditated. and their father came and shot the security guard in the face and killed him. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's so much, like, it wasn't spur of the moment, like, hot-blooded, how dare you say something to me? I have anxiety. Wow. It was like, yo, I'm going to go tell my daddy, and he's going to come back here, and he's going to fucking kill me. Uh, Over wearing a mask. Like that. That right there is like the the point that makes everyone else look like a fucking lunatic. Who was it? One of our one of our Dago here friends posted recently on uh, where was that on, on Facebook? Uh, I I don't know some state. You, you can look you can look that up. That like that has been that's been within the past like but eight to twelve days. One of our friends yeah. posted on Facebook recently saying like if uh, if you're one of those stores out there that's requiring people to put on masks before they're allowed to come in, then I support you more than any other. Uh, oh, you're, you're talking about um, um, I really don't the blacksmith. Yeah, I really don't want to name names too yeah, much in yeah. this podcast because then we have to go out and get the permission to fucking talk about them. But yeah. I mean, he'd probably uh, support me. If, uh, yeah. I, I don't really remember him that well personally. I, I know a lot of his political ideals I, and stuff. He's not posting on. He's pretty political on fucking Facebook. He's not quiet about it. <laughs> and when I saw it, it was only a few hours old and had like hundreds of comments on it. Just a bunch of fucking dumbasses. Like, like, I'll say like 80% of people comment on it. And like, oh yeah, totally, me too. And you get that fucking like 20, but you got like, yeah, it was a little bit more than 20 on that. But you got like 5% saying like, eh, you know, I don't know. And then you got 15% like, no, you're all wrong. You're fucking stupid. The CDC is lying to you. And then they they brought up that pandemic fucking video. Oh my God. Yeah. You watched that? No, what is yeah. the dumbest mother... Fucking thing! I'm so goddamn mad about it. What is pandemic? All right, so it's a YouTube video. I need to actually bring it up. It's a, it's a YouTube video. I'm not, not going to show. I'm supposed to have a guy for that, but I don't know where he is yeah. at this point. Well, I, I actually already saved uh, the fucking. <laughs> oh, oh, you got material. Bullshit for it. Pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? So what is this? Yeah, so it was a YouTube video that like a discredited fucking scientist from years ago. Mm. Just made these like controversial. I don't know if she made multiple of them, but she at least made this one controversial YouTube video, literally just shitting on peer reviewed science. But uh, somebody went out there, and I don't have a source for it. But somebody uh, did the research on it, and like, like more or less, all this is like backed up by other stuff. I, I made sure it's like more or less true. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that. It <laughs> doesn't actually mean anything, but. From what I could tell, all of this is true. You can do your own research if you really want. Which we encourage you. If we look like dumbasses, please yeah. so, research your own stuff so we can be dumbasses. I did hit us up on Twitter or whatever. Man. I did check to see if this is Look true. me up on Facebook. Talk tell, shit. It is true. But this was the response to this video, at least one of the most well-out responses I've seen. 
there is a YouTube video making the rounds about Dr. Judy uh, Mikovits, a former researcher at NCI and a former director of the Whitmore uh, Peterson Institute. Here's what you need to know. And for one, she was making a bunch of claims about just don't trust CDC, don't trust the government, like all this kind of unfounded, unpeer-reviewed bullshit, mm-hmm. claiming that she's, you know, got yeah, this amount of education, that she worked with these people, and all this kind of bullshit. Yeah, you have to actually watch the video because I, I don't remember, I don't have an eidetic memory, but. Uh, number one, she did not work with uh, Fosi. She worked at NCI for 20 years with Frank Rossetti. Fosi is the director of NIAID and has been uh, has been so since 1984. NCI is not the same as NIAID. No, of course not. Number two, I don't know what any of those are, but they're not the same. They're letters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We'll have to watch the video after the podcast. So, yeah. Well, actually, this, this is for them at this point. <laughs> okay. I, I, if, if, if I spent enough time explaining all of this, no, it's the, it'd be two podcasts. Yeah, let's get, the, let's get the bullet points on this. Two. Her work linking XMRV to chronic fatigue syndrome has been completely discredited by multiple labs. That That is something I recognize. In fact, she is listed as an author on one multi-lab study that showed her previous work was wrong. Her most prominent paper in the field has been retracted. Number three. Best way to show she was right fired to as to director of the Whitmore, Whitmore Peterson Institute for mishandling a cell line that had been sent to her erroneously. Number four. She was arrested and jailed for five days, not years. Okay. For stealing equipment from the institute from which she was fired from. Okay. Number five. Who hasn't been? I mean, she doesn't do that. Yeah. Number five. She has not published since 2012. <laughs> Something controversial. That was eight years ago for people listening in the In the future. In the future. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if you manage to catch this one. We have water right now. All of our polarized caps are mostly intact. If you're listening to this on AM radio. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually still have wet naps. So... Yeah, you gotta work on not talking. Toilet paper is running. We well. gotta work on not talking over each other. We'll get to the. Well, uh, I'll, I'll put a class on it later. Yeah. yeah. Number six, <laughs> she is now an anti-vaxer oh. and makes false claims about transmitting human pathogens through vaccines. Okay. Number seven, last point. She wrote a book entitled "Plague of Corruption" and now claims her research was discredited. As part of a scheme spearheaded by the Fauci to prevent the world from realizing what the true cause of cancer is. Oh my god. Verdict. Utter horseshit. <laughs> Please okay. stop wasting my time with these fucking YouTube conspiracy theory videos. There's a reason YouTube keeps dragging it fucking down. And I'm pretty sure it's because it's not because YouTube is part of some fucking government cabal trying to establish a new world order by not letting people see a fucking six minute YouTube video. <laughs> it's a dumb shit. Like, it, I have to read that book. It's hazardous to people's health. That's why YouTube's bringing these fucking videos down. Yeah, yeah because they're liable. Yeah, he, he, yeah. Well, <laughs> you're they're literally liable for misinformation. Whether they're liable or not, it's just the right thing to fucking do. If people are posting uh, videos that are going viral about, oh, don't listen to the government. They, uh, they, they, the, the coronavirus is a hoax. 
The, it's it's a Chinese virus that was created by the fucking communists to kill people, and they're trying to take over the world and shit. Fuck you. <laughs> Do an ounce of fucking research into you know viruses and just biology in general. There, there's no ounce of evidence, let alone peer-reviewed evidence, that you can create or cultivate or build a coronavirus. There's just like, what, dozens of different kinds of... The, the common cold is a coronavirus. Yeah. And it's, it, 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 is it considered a COVID or is it just in the same spectrum? Well, COVID it's stands for coronavirus disease. When that? 19 stands for the year it was about. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was like the strain of it or something like that. Okay. No. My bad. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's not the same. So, yeah, it's a COVID. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's in the same family. The very I same. do my research. So I know my words. First of all, um, hold on. No, I get mad about that. We, we don't do that here. So, research. Speaking yes. of fear mongering, how oh, about yeah. these murder hornets? <laughs> Bro, I was going to bring that up. It's a hoax. Fuck you. We've known about it for years. It's a hoax. How many have been found in North America? I know. I've never seen any. Uh, they're in Tennessee. They're already in Tennessee. They've been in Tennessee for years, man. No, they haven't. Yeah, like maybe you should As of what I've read, as of two days ago, four, and also stop calling them murder hornets. You fear-mongering piece of shit. Yeah, that's fear-mongering as fuck. I, I tried to find who coined that fucking name. Uh, whoever it is, go fuck yourself. I hope I get influential <laughs> enough in any platform at all that I can personally tell you on whatever talk show you're on to go fuck yourself. They're Asian giant hornets. The Asian... That's, that's their fucking name, or, or giant Asian hornets. One of the other. Yeah, it's it's big ass hornets yeah. that look like that. My buddy has literally said, "I like has literally been four have been found in the Pacific Northwest ever, and they were all found in late 2019." Oh my gosh, no. Two 2020. That's not mine. Two have been found in fucking um Canada. Well, one of them, uh, in, in Canada, wasn't one of them a nest? There was a nest in uh, Vancouver. Yes. It was exterminated immediately. Yeah, but in, like, the U.S., four individual dead hornets. They, and they were all dead. They were all found dead. Oh, yeah. that's terrible. A- Asian giant hornets, oh, you they to. only die in, in the wild. The only time they die is either inside their nest or right by it. Yeah. Any further than that, and they're literally invincible. <laughs> More or less, yeah. They're fucking like, lights. Yeah, fucking hell. Well, the Japanese giant horn is like two inches fucking long. Yeah, I, it's, I know it's basically a hummingbird. I had the gap and put it and rub it. Yeah, but two inches long. roughly two inches yeah. long. Yeah, two inches long. Two, two according inches big. Long. According to Gavin Free of Rooster Teeth and Slow Mo guys, that's how big a Asian. That's how big two inches is. Japanese or an Asian uh, giant horn is. Yeah. Also. For one, the Japanese giant hornet is two mm-hmm. inches long. The Asian giant hornet is like an inch. Okay, and a half. It, it, then I might be confusing because, like, the I, I believe it's the Japanese like giant fucking hornet, whatever the fuck it is. Like, my buddy has been seeing them shits in Ray County in particular, like out there in the hollers. Well, then he needs to call an entomologist and get another to exterminate the fucking nest. Oh, shit, it's in the holler, bro. 
Okay. It's the boonies. No one yeah. fuck. Entomologists will go out there. Make your friend call entomologists because they need to be exterminated. If, if, if they act in, they haven't developed any sort of system that any kind of scientist has been able to find or any uh, kind of authority has been able to find at all. They're not established. No sort of Asian hornet, Japanese or otherwise, mm-hmm. is established anywhere in the United States as far as we know. If they do establish, it'd be a problem, but they're not established. Now, as far as anyone knows, they're very isolated. Elements. A few were found the hollers in a very it's the holler. It's the middle the, in the boondocks yeah. and, and fucking bumfuck Egypt. It's the mountains, <laughs> maybe. That's unfounded. Though. Yeah, it's an alleged. And situation. but but if you believed your friend, he believes it. What what he is telling you that yeah. he. You definitely need to convince them to call entomologists out there. Well, then I think I will do that. I guarantee they'll be out there in hours to exterminate any nest. Yeah, they could find. It is I like. I like. I haven't done the research. I just know I was like, oh, what the fuck no. is this giant hornet? I've seen big ass hornets. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, oh, that's bigger than a hornet I've seen. But for one, and then motherfucker be like, yo, dude, you know that shit? The shit I was telling you to look out for when you were in the Tennessee. And I'm like, oh. G- giant Asian hornets feed off of honey, and they're they're not really. A problem or any kind of like uh, they're, in- endemic. They're, they're no more of a threat to humans than honeybees are. Actually, they're much less of a threat than honeybees. Well, like, yeah, like, was it like a third less? They, they, what in, in Asia? In, yeah, like all of Asia, where they Asian you know, giant hornets kill about forty people a year. So, is the only reason you want big eels that they'll consume honey? Yes. Well, sure. Like, no, 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 no. Uh, for a specific reason, and 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 to get back on your point for a mm-hmm. second, do you know how many people are killed by honeybees every year? Probably like a hundred, hundred twenty, like eighty to a hundred people. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but no, in in Asia, they're not a huge problem because evolution is a thing, and they they live off only. They live off honey, and what they do, they'll go into uh, bees' hives and stuff, and they'll like sting the bees and chop their head off with their pinchers and shit, and they'll kill the entire hive and eat the honey. Yeah, like one of them can kill like a thousand bees on its own or something. Yeah. Okay, that's why they're an issue. Yeah. <laughs> well, in in America, they would just wipe our fucking bees out. Yeah. Because in, they're pussies. Yeah, in Asia, the bees at fight. Yeah, because evolution's a thing over the last. You know, several fucking decades of these things running into each other. The Asian honeybees have learned to just ball up and do the heat process. Single thing, and they'll beat their wings fast enough to literally heat up the surrounding area and literally cook the yeah. the hornet. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that. to death. Which is about the most brutal thing I've ever fucking heard of. You, they also overheat themselves, by the way. They die, most of them will die. It's a worthy sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is It's a less sacrifice. than a thousand fucking bees. Protect the queen! That's the sacrifice that I am willing to make. <laughs> the guy, no, Zap Brannigan's in charge of this. I Could swear you imagine <laughs> if they were intelligent, though? If the bees and the wasps were intelligent. Imagine the, the, the wash rolling them up on their fucking hive. You know, he's six times the size of a normal honeybee. Say, like, hey, I'm gonna come in there. I'm covered in armor. I'm gonna sting you and I'll cut your fucking head off and I'm gonna kill a thousand of your fucking friends. Fuck you, bitch. Hey, alright. Well, I'm gonna get a thousand of my fucking friends. We're gonna surround your ass and we're gonna cook you to death. And not all of us are going to die. And most of us will die. Well, like, I would think twice. Forty five percent. Yeah, I just run right in. Like, all right, let's fuck. Well, you, you also gotta imagine the fucking guys probably stinging a lot of them too. 
That's why. That's why the forty five percent, the ones on the outside. Not, not only are we cook you to death, I'm gonna cook some of my best friends to death just to kill your. Ass. You have to die, and then I'm gonna do the exact same thing to your best friend, and then to his best friend, and then to his best. Friend. Anybody who could this point, I'm probably already dead. We have hundreds of thousands of us, and we'll kill literally all of ourselves. <laughs> Wait till you're all dead. Are bees just Krieg's guardsmen? There's slabs. You have to explain that reference. Warhammer 40k dudes who will literally just throw their bodies at the windmill. <laughs> They're just like, oh, you need me to carry this grenade over there? <laughs> we don't have enough time in all of our podcasts to start talking about Warhammer. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, bumblebees are endangered. So are like the American bumblebee or like, okay. I was about to say, I feel like other places are doing way better are than actually Other than like Australia. Australia is a shithole. Are they actually in danger now? Last I heard they were threatened. I'm I'm not sure. <sighs> oh, Jake didn't do some research. Weird. Okay. <laughs> You'll fit right in. <laughs> it goes back and forth. It's but been going back and forth for years. Regardless of of oh. what Jake was saying. <laughs> the murder hornet bullshit. Yeah. Oh my god. Is Fear-mongering to an extent that I haven't really fucking seen in well, years. Coronavirus. It's not really fear-mongering though. It's just it, it's it's scaring people. Yes. Well, no. I mean, when I say coronavirus, as in contracting, there has been fear-mongering based off of the coronavirus. Yes. yes. Like in the fact that it's like, all right, people are starting to be like, fuck the coronavirus. Release the bees. Yeah, but release the murder. No, um, the the. Call, calling the coronavirus like the Chinese virus, that's fear mongering. That's, that's straight up xenophobia, is what it is. Yeah, and fear mongering of another fucking race yeah. and yeah. stuff. Oh, xenophobia is yeah. endangered. Yeah. Yeah. It's endangered? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a shame. The bumblebee specifically? Yep. Oh. Got the honeybee. Bumblebee. Well, how are honeybees? Is, is the, the honeybees are probably still doing well. Honeybees are, uh, they're, they are a slightly different species. They don't get as big. But are they and I, I know what they are. How are they doing? Are they stabilized? Um, no, they're they're stabilized. Okay, okay. I actually had somebody argue with me. Wait, was it a couple days ago? Or he said, "I'm a beekeeper. I know that the bumblebees are not endangered. You're being lied to." I'm like, "No, you're just an idiot. You're raising honeybees, <laughs> not bumblebees. You're raising honeybees, no, not bumblebees. Bumblebees are about the dumbest insect I've ever fucking encountered. Oh yeah, I don't know because like, I'm desensitized by bumblebees. Carpenter bees are stupid. Yeah, no, bumblebees are stupid." Carbon bees are dumb. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Bumblebees okay. are stupid. All right, all right. Stupid. What makes... Oh, no, no. Bumblebees are fucking stupid. Yeah. What makes them fucking stupid and fucking carpenter right. bees so, totally dumb? So, carpenter bees... I I, I, use, I don't have carpenter bees on my current property, but I did when we were working together. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had a massive swarm of them. And the worst they would do is, like, land on you. Yeah. And, like, and they just uh, chill on you as you walk hundreds of feet somewhere else. <laughs> you know they're gonna die. They're not gonna find their fucking way back. They're stupid. <laughs> but they, they just hang out there because they're fucking lazy. Like, oh, I flew two feet. I gotta land. <laughs> bumblebees. I have so many bumblebees on my property right now and my biggest concern on my property are fucking uh, red paper wasps because no. they just get angry. They, they see you. 
You know? Why are you in my space? You're, you're, you're within, up. You're within 50 feet of my 100 acre area. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. And they'll just, ch- I've had paper, uh, red paper wasps chase me for like dozens of feet. Let's just punch them. <laughs> I, I actually, during the summer, I actually carry around a can of that fucking wasp spray on me. <laughs> like, what was it's the, necessary. the 20 foot range? Like, I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get stung, and that's like 20 or 30 minutes out of my fucking day. Because mm. I'm sitting there just having to deal with that. I'm, I'm not Coyote Peterson. I can't get stung by my. Oh, dude, oh this, this hurts, no. but I can explain it. <laughs> no, have, have you seen him get stung by a normal, regular paper wasp? No. Right, so you have you you've seen him get stung. I've seen him get stung by the murder hornets. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's the worst pain he's ever felt as a second. No, the executioner wasp was the worst. Was that the worst? Okay. And he gets stung by bullet ants and shit. Yeah, bullet the bullet ants is like number three or four. That was three. Yeah, it it was bullet ant. It was the giant giant uh, Japanese hornet, Mm -hmm. and then the executioner hornet, which I believe came from somewhere in Latin America. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. While he was actually coming back from like the Emperor Hornet or some shit like that. Yeah. There's another Hornet down there that he got stung behind. He's like on his way back to the studio or his hotel, wherever he's staying at. And he just saw a fucking nest of wasps that he's never seen before. He thought it was a new species at first. Uh huh. And he's like, oh, we gotta take this. And he, like, he caught one, Googled it, like, oh, it's this thing. It's not on the pain index, though. Well, guess we gotta do this. Ow! Oh, it was the worst one he's ever done. <laughs> That's yeah. gotta be terrible. Hey, you don't even know what you're doing, and you're like, "Damn, I made a mistake." Well, I think he said if that if that one was worse than the bullet ant, he's done with the uh, bite uh, sting. Jesus, setting. yeah. And it was you know significantly worse. So is he not doing it anymore? No, he's not. He's, he's retired. He's been yeah. retired from it for a year now. He doesn't oh, do the bite wow. anymore. He literally said three days ago, he came out with a video explaining the murder hornet thing and the Asian hornets. And he said, if, he, he literally said, if they do actually become a problem in uh, the you know Pacific Northwest, I'll come out of steam retirement and I'll get stung by one of these. <laughs> Coyote. Confident. You man. <laughs> and he, I, the last video I saw of him was him literally just playing with a black widow spider. Saying, like, if, if you don't fuck with it, it's not going to bite you. It doesn't want to bite you. All this kind of shit. Literally playing with it. Five minutes on his hand. Just chilling with it. He got bit by a fucking, um, the, what was it? A centipede? A desert centipede or some shit? Hate centipedes. Which is about the fourth or fifth fucking worst bite he's ever gotten. Yeah. He's got stung by scorpions. But that could one that bad. But no, um, back to the original point. He's got stung by wasps and shit. He literally says, it's like, ah, oh, it's like it's telling me hi. It's like, what? It's like it's telling me hi. <laughs> It's, oh, it's like a basic right wasp. Him. Jesus I mean, he, he said when he got stung by the executioner hornet, it was like someone took a hot iron and stabbed it in his arm and didn't take it off for like six hours. And it didn't cool down at all. Yeah, for six hours. And he said he was in excruciating pain for 36 hours. He actually had to go to the hospital. That's the only time he had to go to the hospital. Good God. His, his entire arm was... Yeah, I, I saw... Okay, that's the last one I saw. I thought he said that was number two, though. It's the one of his fucking hand was super swollen, right? No, his hand also got swollen with the uh, Japanese giant horn. Okay, yeah. then it might Very be... Very similar reactions on those. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him talking about it just being like, dude, it wouldn't let up, and he had to, like... I, I had to get checked. I don't know if he went to the hospital, well, but he was definitely, like... I had if to make sure. If you look really close, the sting from the Japanese giant hornet, it actually 
actually didn't look that bad. Which one? Which one is the one where it was just like sliding until it finally like stuck him? It was literally sliding in and out, and then no, it just stabbed the shit. The, the Japanese giant hornet did do that because it, it it was sitting on his arm. It yeah, stuck and, and it slid out perpendicular yeah. to his arm, or yeah. parallel to his and then his it arm. went down. And well, and then it and then it went out, mm-hmm. and then it went like halfway in, and then it just kind of like that. Yeah, until. It could have been worse, I feel like. Mm. The, the fucking uh, executioner wasp just got it on there and, like, and, it, and it sat there for a second. It's just like kind of fucking around because it clearly didn't want to sting him. Yeah, it does. It has no idea what it's doing. And then it just, you saw it put his butt in and you saw it twitch. And then you saw him flinch. He let go of it and you saw the fucking thing just rotate on its um, abdomen. Like, butt down, completely with skin, rotated on it to the you know, other side of his arm. So that, that steam was completely inside of his fucking arm. With the Japanese giant hornet, it, it, yeah, it kind of yeah, okay. poked him with the very end. Then that's the one I saw, because I saw, like, it, it had, like, so a it is a thing that was just kind of flicking around. The Japanese giant hornet sting is worse. Yeah. But it could be subjective by how he gets stung. How, so. how deep the sting But back to the original point, yeah, he's got stung by a regular paper loss before, and it's... It's a joke. It's like a pickle to him. Fuck that. It's nothing to him. Like, <laughs> I got stung by a wasp maybe like twice in my life, and I really don't remember it, but I know I don't want to experience it. I've it's never, ever really stung. I've got stung by shit. a few bees before. I've had a stinger left in before, and that's just <laughs> gross than yeah. anything. <laughs> Apparently, he's been stung by the Asian giant hornet. Yes. Yeah. But by the Asian giant hornet or the Japanese giant hornet? He says Asian giant hornet on Wikipedia. <clears throat> well, the, the, so. the Japanese giant hornet is a subtype of the Asian giant hornet. There's like four or five different kinds of Asian giant hornets. The Japanese giant hornet is the biggest and most venomous of them. Yeah. The one that the one's on here is the one from Southeast Asia. Okay. I have no idea where it was. Yeah. <clears throat> Right, um, so, um, do we have any more talking points we want to touch on? Any more um, politics that we don't want to talk about, but we'll talk about? I want to know where everybody's apocalypse plan. What's our uptime? We're right around the hour and a half mark right okay. now. So, I feel like that might be something to break into a little later. Do you want to come back for another podcast, maybe? Absolutely. And we'll just talk about our apocalypse plan? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Without talking about too many details, because I don't want people to steal my plans. Exactly. <laughs> Or well, I mean, know where the, we're gonna be. The fun things. You know, you gotta have plan A, plan B, plan C, all the way to Z. You're gonna bring in the well, I know both of y'all are the Moderni clan. <laughs> aren't, aren't both of y'all part of my apocalypse clan? Yeah. Yes, yes, we yes. are. Yes. <laughs> is, is, is our group dynamic still gonna be similar? Well, I, well, I, it's, well, I'll be looked at in the same way as I am in the SCA as the captain of the group. You know, if you'll let that hearing gets overthrown within minutes, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be in charge. Yeah, that is something to discuss next time, perhaps. I agree with that. Well, when do you think you can be back? I think you said um, you can't come out too often. Yeah, until all this Corona shit stops. Uh, yeah, probably yeah. like every two or three. And for our viewers and for our listeners, we have been safe. We've, we've been cleaning up. None of us are symptomatic, as far as I know. Yeah. <laughs> and I have like I 50 yeah. masks as well. No, none of us are symptomatic. Um, I've been wearing PPE at my job. I haven't been in contact with anyone, let alone anyone that's been in contact or is symptomatic with COVID. 
Soul hasn't been in contact with anyone outside I, of the house. Yeah. Well, I, I, I had like three contracts this week, but I've literally seen one person during those. Yeah. And they were wearing a face mask <clears throat> and they were very far away from me and they were old. I don't know if that part helps, but oh. I didn't have significant contact with anybody and that was the only time out of this entire week I've seen somebody. Yeah. And I my, stay relatively isolated. My job's taking the utmost of precautions and I'm not even allowed to really be in the same room as anyone. Except in his personal life. Yeah. I have mass wazoo. And uh, I've been stuck in my house for over a month. So I haven't really seen people. Yeah. So we're not taking it lightly or anything like that. But I, I guess um, we don't have anything else too much we want to dig into. We should probably go ahead and start wrapping things up here. So like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe. Leave, leave, <laughs> like, please leave a comment down below. We'd love to hear from anyone at all. We're lonely here in quarantine. Um, Twitter will be linked as well, so feel free to leave a comment on that. If you want to hear anything like that, for some reason, if you want to hear us talk about something while we're drinking. Topics or questions? What do you mean for some reason? Of course they would love to listen to us talk about anything. Any topics or questions, we're down. Is there anything that's off the table that Um, we won't talk about? Very controversial politics is about it, I feel like. I feel like we're pretty established in our stance on things for the most part, especially this podcast. school shootings? Oh, yeah. I talk about that. I hate them. They're fucking terrible, man. Why are you shooting up schools? Oh, you're under gun control now. Hey, okay. No. <laughs> just, just the fact oh, that. Oh, I mean, that goes hand in hand, right? No. Okay, well, anyway. Yeah. Let's <laughs> away from that, please. Like, comment, subscribe. Please comment. Let us know if you want to hear us talk about anything. Please subscribe. And, you know, whatever. I'm, if you want to, if, if you like it. Uh, give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Yeah, they got us far. Come on. Please watch it. If you're on Spotify or Anchor or any of the other platforms that's streaming yeah. the audio of this, check us out on YouTube. We have a vlog. Also, yeah. by the name of Two Whiskeys. Yeah, just Two Whiskeys. You can just search that. You'll find us on YouTube. You'll find us on Instagram that way. You'll find us on Facebook that way. Twitter, oddly enough, you'll find us as Tea Whiskeys. All one word. Anyway, um... All right, this has been a Two Whiskeys podcast. Um, shit, we didn't come up with that. Burning Hill. Fuck. <laughs> Apocalypse now, baby. <laughs> suck it. And if you're not done with that, you, you can, can suck it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>